Hi everybody, welcome to episode 41 of the Photography Explained podcast. In this episode, what about the other types of photography? I'm your host Rick and each week I will try to explain one photographic thing to you in plain English in less than 10 minutes without the irrelevant details. My aim is to explain things in just enough detail to help you and I with our photography and no more. I tried closing my eyes that time to um, make it sound a bit more natural rather than reading off the screen but... um, First sentence works, second sentence I forgot my lines, 41 episodes in, still can't do it. I'm a professionally qualified photographer based in England with a lifetime of photographic experience which I share with you on my podcast. And as you will be aware by now, I am not a skilled broadcaster, far from it, I am just me sat in my office at home talking to myself. What about the other types of photography? Hmm. Well I listed the 20 main types of photography in episode 32 and have spoken about some of them but not all of them. So what I wanted to do was wrap this up. So I'm going to go through the 20 quick, then I'm going to explain or justify why I haven't covered them all. It's not that I can't be bothered, I'll explain. So number one, architectural photography, covered in episode 33. This is what I do. Number two, these are in alphabetical order by the way, documentary photography. Now I didn't cover this, I think I described it in episode 32. This is people who, like war photographers, who go into places of danger and conflict I'm not really going to look into that because I'm not going to say, hey, get into this area of photography. If you want to, that's absolutely fine, but sounds a little bit dangerous to me. Number three was event photography. This could be any kind of social or corporate event. It's not an area I've ever worked in or one that I, I fancy working in, to be honest with you. Having said that, I have done some headshot photos. Yeah, if you're going to go down that road, that's absolutely fine, but go down that road and this will be the underlying point at the end. Number four was fashion. Now, if you knew me, you'd know that this is not my thing. I'm a jeans and t-shirt guy. Number five, food. A specialist area involves detailed planning, setting up, misprays, all sorts of stuff, and complicated lighting. Not my thing, really. Not what I'm good at. Number six, industrial photography. Covered in episode 35. That's my thing, and I love it. Seven, landscape photography. Covered in episode 37. Love it, too. Number eight, macro photography. It's it's like food photography, but it's it's a wider range of subjects. It's close-ups. Macro is when you're getting close on something and you're photographing it at a ridiculous scale, as in one-to-one. I did actually buy a Canon macro lens. Not too expensive. Do believe it's 100mm f2.8. I bought it thinking I needed it. I never really used it. I got the lens. I excitedly unwrapped it. Unwrapped it, took it out of the box, put it on my camera. I found some stuff to photograph in my house. Then I put it back in my camera bag, carried it around for about five years and then sold it. Just didn't appeal to me. Nothing wrong with it. Macro photography just doesn't appeal to me. Number nine, newborn photography. Number 10, portrait photography. Number 11, people photography. These are all about photographing people, which is not my chosen specialism. Again, nothing wrong with photographing people. There'll always be a demand for it. I think it's a good area to look into. And if you can do portraits, you can photograph people and you can do newborns. I believe, I think photographing people is very much a specialism. And I'm confident that I'm possibly the worst person on the planet to advise you on that. That's one of the reasons I'm not covering some of these things is they're just not me. And I don't know enough about them to be able to help you. So when I talk about irrelevant detail, anything I say on newborn photography is irrelevant detail because I've never done it. 12. Photojournalism. There's still a demand for this. Nowhere near as much as there used to be, which I believe to be the case, which is a shame. 
Number 13, product photography. I covered this in the last episode and the plan was that I was just going to mention a couple of things that I've done. And it's one of those things that the more I thought about it, the more potential there is in that area. Product photography is worth a look. It's easy to get set up and started in it. And once you get going, you get momentum. Sports photography, number 14. I've had a go at this from the terraces at the football and from the stands at the cricket. I loved it. It was really enjoyable but it looks a very competitive market to make money in. And when I go to football, I look at the photographers and I don't really sit there and think, well, apart from the fact that they're there, but they're probably not enjoying the experience like I am as a spectator, but they get to a lot more matches, which must be great. But I do sit and look at them and think, hmm, that looks like hard work. And then again, taking photos at a cricket match. Some years ago, I went to digression time. The world... The Cricket World Cup. No, it was, uh, I can't remember what the trophy was called now. It was in England, and my father and I went to Edgbaston and to the Oval and to Lords to watch international games, England games. I had my Canon 5D at the time, that ages it. My Canon 100 to 400mm monster lens, and I've got some amazing photos. The problem was I'd had a few drinks, and I think because the lens is so big and the lens hood is so long on it, I ended up knocking this woman in the face who was sat in front of us a little bit too often and spoiled her experience. But I still look at those photos and think, yep, they look like they were taken by a pro. Imposter imposter syndrome, if you can say it, it's still there. 15. Still life. Like food photography, same technical discipline, just different subject matters. Not really sure what they are, but not something I'm going to get into. 16. Stock photography. Now, people will tell you that you can make a very good living from stock photography. I'd like to meet them. I've tried. I didn't try hard, granted. I had a quick go at it. But um, when you get your 23p commission from Adobe for being on Adobe stock, you think to yourself, really? Is that all I'm worth? So I took all my stuff off Adobe stock in um, disgust. I'd rather have my stuff on my own website and people look at it for nothing than be paid a print, a poultry sum like that. Not a princely sum, was it? I also have some stuff with a stock agency in the UK, but yeah, not really going anywhere. Okay, street photography, number 17. Rather surprisingly, I did cover this one because I know nothing about it. I've got no interest in it and I'm not at all intending on doing it, but I found it was quite interesting what I learned about it. And yes, it is a completely valid type of photography. And if that's your thing, absolutely fine. 18, weather photography. Yeah, photographing the weather. I photograph the weather as part of other things. Yeah, we live in England. You don't go out and photograph the weather that often because it's rubbish. Number 19, wedding photography. Yes, I covered this in episode 36 and that was a shock to the system, let me tell you. The only thing that could be more of a shock would be me actually photographing a wedding, which won't be happening anytime soon. I wouldn't imagine. Number 20, wildlife photography. Now this one really does appeal. Sounds like a fascinating area of photography, but I just keep on having the stereotype of I need to be on a safari somewhere in Africa, watching the elephants and everybody else, all that wonderful stuff, roaming freely. I'm sure there's more to wildlife photography than that. I also covered, in episode 34, construction photography. It's not actually on the list, but this is what I do. And this will, there will be a point to this, please believe me. This is it. As you'll see, I've covered some areas in detail and some not at all. There are areas of photography I've absolutely no interest in and I've no doubt that you feel the same. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. Don't worry about it. And if you want me to explain a genre of photography that I missed, then let me know and I'll gladly do it. But this is the point. There are many different areas of photography. Try as many as you want to. Then choose one or two or three. Whatever. Choose something 
and become excellent at it or them. As they say, niche down. If you want to be a a successful photographer, I would suggest that you pick an area and you excel in that area. Do not try to be the photographer who does all things to all people. It's the road to failure. I spent 10 years doing that. Well, I spent longer than that, actually. A long time getting nowhere, having no focus. Now I photograph buildings. That is all I do. Well, that and nice places and buildings in nice places, but you get the point. I photograph similar things, landscapes, buildings. I don't know why I'm counting them on my hand here because you can't see that and it's not really helpful, is it? So I photograph buildings, construction sites, landscapes, industrial facilities, locations. It's all similar stuff requiring the same skill sets, specialisms, techniques, gear, processing. They all fit together. If I chucked in weddings as well, that would just throw everything out. That's my advice at the end of this and this is the point of this episode. Excel at one thing. Okay, what do I want you to do now? Number one, do this one thing. Tell me which is your one favourite type of photography. Number two, which is number one as well, to be honest with you. I said, let me know on Twitter, at Rick Voto. Probably number one should have been, choose one. Anyway, number three, subscribe to my podcast if you enjoyed this episode. This helps me. Number four, rate and review. Easy for me to say, my podcast, wherever you get your podcast from. If you enjoyed this episode, of course, this also helps me. Number five, tell someone you know about my podcast. This also helps me as well. And help is appreciated from anybody in growing my podcast. Okay, next episode. Haha, <laughs> typo. Next episode, I will wrap up what the other types of photography are that I mentioned back in episode 32. No, I won't. The next episode is going to be something different called What Are the Steps in Photography? Now, this is a, a great Google question, which I'm looking forward to. Blimey, I'm way over time. Thanks for listening to my small but perfectly formed podcast, which is getting a bit longer each episode, which is a bit of a concern. Check out my website, rickmacavoyphotography.com where you can find out all about me and my architectural and construction photography work, as well as my blog where you can learn lots more about photography. And me if you want to, but I'd understand if you didn't. Also, check out my Photography Explained podcast website, where you can find out how to ask me a question, find a list of episodes, and also things I'm going to explain in future episodes. This episode was brought to you very much by the power of optimism. I'm getting ahead of the game here, and I've nearly finished my website. I've been Rick McAvoy. Thanks again very much for listening to me, and for giving me 13 and a half minutes of your valuable time. I will see you on the next episode. Cheers from me, Rick. My brand new course, How to Become a Real Estate Photographer, Straight Talking Advice for Beginners to Get You Making Money Quickly and Build a Career, is available to buy now. Find out more at rickmacavoyphotography.com forward slash courses.